This episode of No Meat Athlete Radio is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef's vegan recipes are full of plant-based proteins and wholesome sides. Go to greenchef.com slash nomeat135 and use code nomeat135 to get $135 off plus free shipping. Welcome to No Meat Athlete Radio. This is Matt Frazier and Doug Hay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <our> very new, <laughs> nice. <laughs> our new professional format. Uh-huh. This is, uh, uh, very good, man. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, so today um, we've got so we just recorded a a Instagram and Instagram live, uh, which we're still doing every single day, eleven a.m. Eastern, uh, and we did this one actually with the podcast in mind. This was intended to be uh, a podcast episode, so it's a little bit longer than our than our typical Instagram lives. Um, but I'm only saying this so that you, the listener, don't say, "Oh man, they're putting up another one of these lives." Um, it's you know we, we did this as a podcast. We just happened to do it in a live setting, uh, so. Anyway, we talked about um, plant-based meats, whether they're healthy or how much is too much, really, uh, as well as my trip to to uh, Panda Express for the new Beyond Orange Chicken, um, and a little bit of mustache talk as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun episode, and, and it'll give you a taste of what the the new uh, and improved live format is like, as we're still continuing to figure it out, but also, um, I think, getting a little bit better and having a little bit more fun with it, so... Um, like you said, we are going live at 11 a.m. Eastern on Instagram every weekday. And uh, if you like this, then uh, I hope you'll join us there. Yeah. No meet athlete underscore official or compliment uh, on Instagram and you'll get notified when we do it. All right. Well, why, don't we just, why don't we just jump into it? Huh? All right. Let's do it. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C. And you're listening to No Meet Athlete Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another plant-based morning show brought to you by Compliment. Uh, this is uh, this is going to be a, a really good fun one. We have um, lots to talk about today. Matt actually went to uh, to Panda Express yesterday to get the orange chicken, so we're going to get the full breakdown of that. But also, when is vegan junk food too much? When are you eating too much of of uh, of the new plant-based meats or the other plant-based junk foods that you can get everywhere? Um, we're going to go into that. We're also going to look at some research that um, you know that talks about uh, a healthy plant-based diet versus a, a junk food plant-based diet, and, and which one is actually healthier. So this is going to be a fun episode. Matt Frazier, hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I've got a fridge full of uh, orange Beyond Chicken, Beyond Orange Chicken, uh, well, because that's... I I bought way too much. <laughs> did you buy too much uh okay well so all right i mean you gotta we, let's just start there right so all yesterday right. Yep. we talked about panda express having the orange chicken beyond orange chicken um yes. and you were gonna immediately leave the episode and go out and buy something <laughs> <laughs> which is what you did i think yeah i did uh yeah i was hoping we could actually just wrap it up early and i could just get out there even sooner but uh i, I waited till the end of the half hour and then got in the car immediately well close to immediately and uh, went to my nearest Panda Express. Turned out to be a little bit of a debacle because the, uh, the my nearest Panda Express is actually inside of an amusement park, which I didn't realize. Uh, and that amusement <laughs> park was closed, so I couldn't get in there to get it. Uh, so then I had to drive like 15 minutes to another Panda Express, which was more in, I wouldn't say downtown Charlotte, but more in the city than where I live. Uh, so anyway, so longer trip than I intended. Um, probably would have would have turned around at that point if not for this show and having said that I was going to go do that. So in that way, it was kind of a fun thing. Um, 
but yeah, I got there and I, I don't actually think I've ever gotten anything out of Panda Express. I mentioned last time that I had this failed attempt when I, when they were just testing in two markets, I thought it was everywhere and I, I went to one, but, you know, didn't, they didn't have it. Uh, but anyway, this one, um, they, you know, I, I didn't know like how you order there, but they have, you can get a bowl where you get like one entree and one side, you can get, uh, the family meal, which is three large entrees and two large sides. So I didn't know what to get. Uh, and I was just looking at the prices. I was trying to get some for, for Aaron and Holden as well. Okay. Ellery was at school. So I ended up picking the family meal, uh, which it said base price $30, which is fine for three people, you know, plus maybe a little leftovers or something. Uh, but apparently that's like just the starts at price. So it doesn't, anything can cost more than that depending on what you get. So, <laughs> and also I think you're typically supposed to get three different entrees. But the only one they have that's vegan is uh, is the B.I. meat. So I was like, just give me that one and then some rice and some vegetables for my sides. And uh, and I got it, but it took like 15 minutes because it totally emptied out the bowl. I, I posted a picture in our work channel. Uh, yeah. It totally emptied out the, the Beyond Orange meat bowl. And then they had to cook more. And that I, I think I was there for 15 minutes waiting for the next batch to come because I might have been the first person to get it You know, that day. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, okay. Uh, so did you see anybody else ordering it or no? No, it was a lot of like construction workers. Like I said, it was just kind of a busy part of town, and it it wasn't like uh, the type of crowd that to me looks like the crowd that would typically be interested in Beyond Chicken. Uh, but they okay. had ads like, like like Taco Bell or not, like Burger King in the early days of the Impossible Whopper. They had ads like you know very prominently displayed. The, the soda machine had like a big ad on it for the Beyond Chicken. So uh, okay. excited to see that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody else was was getting it, but if they were, it wasn't for a while because I got two full batches made and took them it, it turned out to be a ton of it uh we ate one the three of us ate one of those entrees of, <laughs> yeah, and we it got pretty full uh so i still have two of those entrees without the much remaining of the sides uh so i don't know what i'm gonna do with them but i need to figure out some way to use them because the order came to 46 dollars and 80 cents or something which is a little more than i meant to spend on a on a weekday lunch you know <laughs> yeah. express. Uh, but <laughs> Whatever. Well, okay. Uh, All right. So you got, I mean, you got to give us the breakdown. How was it? It was actually delicious. I loved it. Uh, it was very spicy. By the way, I've mm-hmm. never been that big a fan of the Beyond Chicken. Like I, that for me, I was that was on my radar before Beyond Meat was back in 2000. I think this was 2015 based on what house I remember myself being in uh, where I got a big bag of Beyond Chicken sent to me from, you know, Nomi Dathy. Somehow someone hooked it up and we got it. Uh, and it just sat in my freezer for a long time. I didn't like it that much. It wasn't that great. Uh, it was like grilled chicken pieces. Uh, but anyway, this was way different than that. Uh, obviously, you know, breaded or whatever they, they do with it. And, and then in this really kind of too spicy for, for uh, Aaron, but I thought it was perfect. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, spicy orange chicken sauce, you know, which kind of sweet. Not, I'm sure it's plenty of oil used in, in you know, sauteing it. So it's not like this is a health food. Uh, but I do wonder if, if this is a little bit healthier than Beyond Beef or Beyond Meat. Uh, you know, the, the possible Whopper type stuff, like those things, because those have saturated fat in them on purpose. They put coconut oil in there uh, to create, you know, the, the flavor and the texture of real meat. Chicken doesn't have that, though. It doesn't have that saturated fat content, first of all. Right. So, so it's just sure. made differently. It's probably a little bit healthier, just like chicken, perhaps. I mean, depending on the source and all that, it is probably healthier than beef, uh, just in a very broad, general sense. So, you know, I liked it. It felt like it wasn't the least healthy meal I've ever had. Uh well, that's good. And, and it was good. Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely go back. Like, it, like as far as taste went, I, like I said, have not been to a Panda Express before that I know of, but it reminded me of when I was a kid in the mall food court getting 
bourbon chicken or whatever. Like it was just uh-huh. as good, and it wasn't weird, and it wasn't chewy. It was just it was like I wouldn't have known if it wasn't the real thing. Do you have any idea? So you know, like I think beyond burgers or beyond beef is uh, is made like a pea protein isolate. Yeah. Is, is 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 the chicken the same thing? Do you know? I actually don't know that. That's a great question. Uh, I I just sort of assumed that it was, but it might, might be different. I mean, obviously they're doing something different because it comes out a different color and uh, yeah. different. I don't know if the flavor is really any different. Who knows? It's probably just sort of neutral and then whatever seasonings yeah. they put on there. Right. Well, uh, well, I'm <laughs> I'm glad you got to experience. I'm glad you followed up in and went all over Charlotte looking for it. I was uh... yeah, right. Was, yeah. No, I mean, I would I'd go back if I was if I was passing one on a road trip. Like I would definitely stop there for mm-hmm. now over a like chipotle or certainly over a taco bell uh but like if i'm gonna go in i I think the one i went to a long time ago when i tried to get it but didn't that was a drive-through this place didn't feel like a drive-through place and i don't think they had one this it felt like a chipotle where you line up and order at the counter and then wait that's the way i picture a pan express being yeah so anyway if i was right now just from the novelty perhaps but if i had this compared to chipotle on a road trip this would be way more fun and uh and i'd be much more eager to stop here, although would be certainly less healthy than a than a good bean and rice burrito at Chipotle, which is really what we uh, are planning to talk about today. That's uh, right. So yeah, should we should we jump into that or any more any more goofy stories? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. Nothing nothing plant based meat related. I have something um, mustache related. Oh, uh, let's hear it. I got into bed last night and Aaron said. Like, how long are you planning on keeping the mustache? Like, I think she thought, <laughs> I think she thought it was like a little goof I was doing when I uh-huh. when I did it. Uh, uh-huh. And yeah, I mean, because because when I did it, I I told my daughter, sort of joking, that I was just gonna keep it for the at least for the day. I said we gotta at least do that and see how it is. But then I think Aaron assumed that at the end of the day it would be done. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's not. It's, I don't know. Kind of digging it. What did, what was your response? Uh I don't really know. I just was sort of vague about it. I, I think I just said that I, I didn't know and I was I liked it. <laughs> well, I've been I've been watching it throughout the week, right? We're on we're on day four of these. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just day three because we had Monday off. But I've been watching it every day, and okay. uh, it's definitely filling in a bit more. I, you know, it's uh, on day yeah. one. I didn't even notice it. I'll be honest. Right, it was kind of light, which uh, may be actually ultimately the way to go. Then rather than a than a full on one. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Then then you look like a teenage boy or something. Right. Only True. grows a little mustache. Yeah. True. Okay. Uh, good. So that's my update there. All right, Matt, I'm going to interrupt the uh, live episode here to thank our podcast sponsor, which is Green Chef. This episode is brought to you by Green Chef. With fresh produce, premium vegan proteins, and organic ingredients you can trust, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Go to greenchef.com slash nomeat135 and use code nomeat135 to get $135 off plus free shipping. Green Chef provides the most sustainable meal kits, offsetting 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Plus, their pre-portioned ingredients mean you'll actually reduce your food waste by at least 25% compared to grocery shopping. Green Chef saves you time by cutting down your weekly meal planning, your prepping, your grocery shopping. Green Chef is a really fun way to try new meals. It is a fun. It, my family, my wife and I, really love it when the when the boxes arrive because you just never know what you're going to get, but it's always good. Yeah, I mean the biggest value of these things to me is that they plan your meals for you, and they never say that in the ads, but they do the meal planning for you. And to me, that's that is the hardest part of cooking a meal, bar none. Uh, so I love when that is done, and to be to remember that I have Green Chef at home waiting for me in the fridge. And did you know, Matt, that if uh, members of your household eat differently, now you can order meals that suit every lifestyle all in one box. 
Green Chef's expert chefs curate every recipe so you can enjoy restaurant-quality dishes at home without compromising flavor. Go to greenchef.com slash nomeat135 and use code nomeat135 to get $135 off plus free shipping. All right, let's go back to the live. And uh, otherwise, we just got one big topic today, which I think is an important one and, and a relevant one for this show that we are doing every day. Uh, because like we said yesterday, we just keep coming across stories of, of what is essentially plant-based junk food uh, popping up and becoming more and more available, uh, more and more prevalent, you know, and, and in interesting varieties. So like it's the, the plant-based junk food world is growing exponentially. I think we could probably fairly say without any, any data. Yeah. Without um, a doubt. Yeah. And I, and I don't know if it's fair to call all of this junk food. Like, Probably there are some some. I mean, for, certainly some people would think the Beyond Burger, with its primary ingredients being pea protein and coconut oil. Uh, I mean, there are people who supplement with those things. Certainly, there are people in the world who take both of those things uh, because they think both those things are healthy, and that's what they're trying to get more of. So, yeah. to call it junk food, you know, that that's sort of uh, indicative of a specific philosophy. It's not whole food, uh, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people think that if it's not whole food, then it is junk food. And so, and I'm kind of, you know, have been in that camp before. I'm less in it now than I used to be, specific, particularly with protein. Um, I think there's a place for getting some more. Uh, but, you know, just to point that out. Um, well, okay, so let's stay here a little bit longer because I think we do need to somewhat define, you know, right now you're getting everything from, uh, like I got an ad today for uh, vegan salami, which I have no idea what it is, but hmm. uh, it's like, doesn't need to be refrigerated. You slice it kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, and then of course all your beyond and impossible things, but then there's also like the, the, like, uh, the deli slices, what are they called? Um, yep. Tofurky is the primary. Tofurky deli slices, which we talk a lot about that, uh, you know, that really aren't, that are, you know, mostly just tofu basically. Um, uh, you know, so like how, how does that compare to like, does that, is that in the same category, I guess, as something like a beyond burger or, or beyond chicken or something like that and then and then of course like your vegan jerkies you got your vegan cheeses you got you know your vegan donuts you get all like basically there's everything right now so like what are we defining as vegan junk food anything that's processed and not whole food yeah i mean i think i think we actually shouldn't define it right like the junkiest of the foods for sure is the ones that are less and less processed more and more high tech uh or sorry yeah. the junkie ones, more and more processed more and more high tech um but actually, like where I kind of ended up on our discussion. So basically, our discussion today is how much of this stuff is too much. Because there's a there's a study out recently uh, that actually you know puts some numbers to this and quantifies the the impact uh, in this case on breast cancer risk uh, of a healthy plant based diet versus an unhealthy plant based diet. Uh, and it's it's what you would expect to see. So we'll get into those details in a minute. But like um, where I was trying to think, like okay, so so what is the answer? Like we all we this is fun to talk about this plant based quote unquote junk food. Uh, yeah. at the same time, we're doing it knowing that like, this is not really what the plant-based diet is about. And this stuff should be, uh, you know, an occasional treat or something, but like, we're definitely getting to the point where, where, I mean, I'm getting to the point where I eat more of that than I kind of ever planned on doing just because it's sure. everywhere. So, yeah. 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 So, I mean, um, I, where I ended up ultimately was like thinking that like, there's a big difference in this types of plant-based meats you can choose when you're trying mm -hmm. to add some convenience into your diet. Uh, and, and a lot of the answer for me is like picking the ones that actually are, are a better choice uh, based on what they're made from than, than the ones that are like I had yesterday, right? Sautéed in oil, breaded. Like that's that's a pure junk food meal uh, by my standards. Um, so anyway, that's, that's not an everyday thing for sure. Okay. Well, so you didn't really answer. Uh, but maybe before you do, um, 
I would like to, if you're watching or listening to this live, I would love to know how often, and there's this is a zero judgment zone here because uh, it's just no For judgment sure. here. <laughs> yeah. yep. How often you're, you're using a plant-based meat substitute, uh, if you're doing it daily, if it's weekly, if it's not at all, uh, let us know in the comments. But um, yeah, okay, so you, say, you, you said that, uh, you know, it depends on the type of, meats that you're eating is to you know instead of what's how what's too much but are, how often are you are you doing it? are you doing it every day or is it like <laughs> no it's just, it's funny this this phrasing like how often are you doing it just sounds like we're we're talking about drugs <laughs> how or something often, yeah, how, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how often are you meeting yeah <laughs> uh no i was actually thinking about exactly this uh that i was imagining i was thinking on this trip that i went on just recently in orlando it's kind of prime opportunity for eating plant-based meats because we're going out to dinners a lot there's the convenience factor and i was thinking in my head wow i actually didn't have any like i didn't have any impossible burgers or anything i didn't get any of that stuff at taco bell i got the uh chipotle sofritas which is a tofu like product um so i I was thinking i didn't have any but then i said i actually did i had the the lunch meat things whatever the the tofurkey slices i had that probably three out of the five days that i was down there so that's not that typical i would i would say probably once a week is a pretty much normal pace for me in some form or another it that doesn't mean go all out like have a big beyond sausage pasta meal uh which now and then i'll do that's more like once a month uh but it seems like once every week there's like some occasion where i just end up having it is that is that about what you're doing if it's not I'm Labor probably Day more weekend? frequent than that um you know the the kids like the the tofurkey deli meat thing so uh i probably have that you know maybe twice a week and um in a sandwich because mm-hmm. i love sandwiches and um and then we I do love sandwiches. I, say, I like that so corn chip sandwiches <laughs> and corn, uh yeah and i mean that's my favorite meal right there it's a good right? like a good loaded fully loaded sandwich with a bunch of uh tomatoes and lettuce and yeah. deli which is largely slices. a healthy choice right like that's that's not a junk food item there's no. a whole lot of healthy yeah, things with like sandwich. a good bread you know especially right. if it's a homemade bread or something like that um uh, if I have a fully loaded sandwich and a and a side of corn chips and hummus, man, I am set for the day. That is like my my dream meal right there. <laughs> um, Good. No, but so I'm you know I have a sandwich like that a couple times a week, so that would be a couple times a week. Uh, but then I would maybe say like once a week, probably usually on the weekends or something, we'll do uh, like a sausage um, brunch or something, or uh, or mm-hmm. um, you know, or maybe we'll grill out and do burgers or something like that. So I, I would say it's like what's a week for me, plus uh, more than that for for the deli slices. All right, fair enough. Uh, Jeanette says, "Stop it! You guys are making me want to eat that. I'm fasting right now." Yeah, this would not be a good. I mean, if I were fasting, I would not be listening yeah. to this because that's it's just <laughs> fasting is really tough, and uh, and anything like this is not good. Uh, Vicky uh, F, who I will acknowledge as my mom, almost never use plant based meat because I don't want the coconut oil. That is true. When yeah. my mom comes to visit, we don't really do the plant-based meat uh, things, even though that's kind of my go-to like fancy meal would be use a plant-based meat and make something good. Uh, sure. But we don't do that when she's here. Uh, anyway, let's let's get into the... We had, we this. had a couple. Let's... Uh, let's uh, there's a couple more here. I haven't found one that I really like. This is Lady Lady C. Beth. Um, so she rarely uses it. And then Jane... I think it's, I think it's Jeanette. I don't know. Oh, oh Jeanette and Joy. Oh, wait. Yeah, uh, she says, every time, um, let's see, I would say every time I can't find something else to eat, I assume when she's like traveling or, or yeah, out. Yeah, and that's about, definitely so a common time, common time yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 
And and what I've kind of realized recently is that usually the better choice is don't eat anything in that moment. Like that would actually be, and I'm and I'm getting more into that. The idea of like when you're traveling, that's a great day just to sort of fast or mostly fast. Or, you know, be a little bit hungry on the plane or whatever. That's fine. Rather than go all up. But if you don't do this stuff very much, then it's also a fun opportunity to to do it. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to get to the to the study itself just to give yes. a little bit of background here. Uh, and also to me, this this would if I if this may. If this discussion were making you crave plant-based meats, this might help a little bit because <laughs> it, it definitely puts it in, it paints it in a uh, in a less flattering light. Uh, the headline this is from Medical News Today. Headline is breast cancer and plant-based diets: unhealthy foods linked to twenty percent higher risk. So uh, it's kind of what it sounds like. It's the first article I have seen that I can think of that uh, it really comparing a healthy plant-based diet to an unhealthy plant-based diet. Obviously, that's kind of subjective. Uh, but they define what those things are. The the it, they don't say this quite so clearly. But rich, a diet rich in fruit, vegetables, whole grains, nuts. That seems to be what they're talking about with the plant based healthy diet. They do allow some amount of meats when they're talking about this, um, but it's you know mostly plant based. And then the unhealthy version of the diet would be one rich in refined grains, fruit juices, potatoes, which is jumped out as me as I consider that a health food. But uh, I know, yeah, you know, it is it is white color, and people think of those white carbs as bad. Uh, and processed products of plant origin. So, you know, that, take that for what you will. Um, but the processed products of plant origin, that's, that's what we're talking about with these, with these plant-based meats. So anyway, uh, it was an article presented at, uh, at a conference. There's not, unfortunately, a link to the paper that we could find, and there's, there's a little bit of unclear wording. Um, but the, what they did was they took this big data set. This is a Paris-Saclay University study. Um, and it's a graduate student, I believe. But they took a big data set that existed already of 65,000 women, uh, and they, you know, it was it was self-reported stuff where you, you know, the women reported their diet. Um, and then they looked at this data set and they determined that people who regularly eat a plant healthy plant-based diet, even if it included animal-based foods, so I said that you could include some, uh, were 14% less likely to develop breast cancer. I think this is postmenopausal women that they are talking about, um, but I'm not finding that this very second. Um, so anyway, so that's 14% less likely. Then the people who ate the healthy diet by comparison, or sorry, the, the unhealthy plant-based diet by comparison had a 20% higher risk of breast cancer. So, and that included fruit, like I said, foods such as fruit juices, potatoes, and dessert, which they didn't mention earlier. Um, unfortunately the, the ambiguity here is we don't, we don't really know if that means they were 14% less likely than the bad diet eating group. Or fourteen percent less likely than the, you know, overall general population. Uh, unfortunately, there's a these numbers are, are exactly the numbers that would, like uh, as I showed you, Doug earlier, and it's kind of complicated to explain. Yeah, because we, we were uh, debating whether <laughs> what what it, what it all meant. Yeah, the simplest term is like if you if you take one point two minus one, right, something that's twenty percent higher, and you divide right. that quantity by one, use one as your base, then we could say that the second one is the one point two is twenty percent higher. But we could also, if we use the 1.2 as the base, we can say that the 1 is 14% lower than 1.2. So it's unfortunate that these numbers are exactly the ones that are in the study. So we don't know if that's what they're saying um, or if they're comparing these both to the general number. And I think we should just sort of assume that that's the case, that, they're, that the healthy plant-based diet gets you 14% less likely to develop breast cancer than a standard diet, average diet in the study, whereas a an unhealthy plant-based diet gives you a 20% higher risk of breast cancer than the standard average diet in the study. I find that a little hard to believe because I would think that what they described there, a plant-based diet with fruit juices, potatoes, desserts, that 
doesn't sound like a worse than average diet to me, but who really knows? And honestly, that's not the point. The main point here is that there is this large difference, and we don't know whether it's like a 20% difference or a 34% difference uh, between these two diets, just because it's not totally clear from the article. But the point is there is a large difference, uh, and this is this is kind of one of the first bits of research we've seen that, that demonstrates this point. Yes, yeah. Like you said, I think... There's been a lot of talk. There's a lot of research about the benefits of a plant-based diet, and um, you know, I think that everyone has assumed, as as all these plant-based alternatives have just been exploding, that you know that is necess- that is better than the meat alternative, and you know, I think probably it still is. Uh, but there's we don't really know how that compares to you know if you were just eating beans or a bean burger versus. Um, you know, like a, a more whole food bean burger versus something like a, a Beyond Burger. We don't really know. There hasn't been a lot of research. And this is the kind of the first bit of research that we're finding that is comparing a, 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 a cleaner diet to a less healthy diet and that it's demonstrating a bit of a difference for sure. Right. Uh, yeah. And j- just to reiterate one more time, we don't know for sure that they're saying that the unhealthy plant-based diet is worse than a typical standard diet, you know, average across their whole data set. We don't know that for sure. Um it's it's really hard to say. So, but but the main point is that the healthy plant based diet is much healthier than the unhealthy plant based diet, uh, and so you don't just automatically get a pass because it's plant based and you can just eat whatever you want. Uh, so we'll leave that there. Then the question becomes: We're having all this fun talking about plant based meats every day. Me running out to to orange chicken, whatever it's called, Panda Express. Uh, but like, it's we're definitely eating a lot more of it. Because right? I remember when the Impossible Whopper came out in Burger King. And I went and got that for the first time. It felt like this weird divergence from my healthy diet. Like, cause I got the whole meal, I got the fries and the Coke. And it was like sure. this thing I hadn't yeah. had in, in 10 years. Uh, and I got to indulge in it and it was a big deal yesterday for me. Yesterday, the big deal for me was driving 15 extra minutes to get this orange chicken <laughs> and paying the exorbitant price that it ended up being, uh, which by the way, no, no knock on, on Panda Express. I understand there's an upcharge and I don't understand the pricing. So I just got what I did and it turned out to be that much. Um, but yeah, so like, it just didn't seem like a, a, a crazy indulgence. It seemed like, you know, whatever, normal kind of, kind of meal. It, it probably was a healthier meal because the, it wasn't fries and Coke. It was a, it was rice and, and sauteed vegetables, uh, and just water when I got home. Uh, so like definitely a, a different kind of meal than that one. And like I said before, probably not the coconut oil and saturated fat that the impossible Whopper had. Uh, but it really, the point is it was no big deal and it's, you know, I, I, Every, like I said, maybe once a week now I'm getting something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it, we're definitely eating more of it. And the question is like, how much is too much? Are there rules we should follow that would say like, this is how you stay within the guardrails and keep eating a healthy diet. Um, obviously there's no like exact answer to how much is too much. I have seen research, uh, from Dr. Furman, or at least I've seen him cite research, um, where he said, this was, I think in his book, super immunity, which I read a long time ago. Uh, and he said that for him, there was no difference between a hundred percent plant-based diet, hundred percent nutritarian, his version of the plant-based diet, and one that was 95% that much. Uh, and the other 5% being whatever you wanted, essentially, that's not on the diet, could be processed, could be animal foods. He said, there's not enough evidence to say that that's a drastically different diet. So to me, that's sort of a baseline, like that amount of your calories. And by the way, it's tricky to use calories here because that meal is going to be so much more calories, so many more calories than your typical meal. It's really going to, you know, skew your your average so 20 percent of your over or sorry five percent of your overall calories uh doesn't mean five percent of your meals can be this way because that meal might have twice as many calories as, as a typical one of yours um right. 
So anyway, so one out of 20 meals is what that would, sorry, we should, we should adjust that. Let's say one out of 30 meals is roughly what, what that would equate to, uh, which would mean once every 10 days, maybe. Uh, so maybe once every two weeks, I don't know. So I think once every two weeks sounds like a, a good baseline. And that's if you're eating a really junky meal and everything else you're eating is perfectly healthy, whole foods, which obviously not all of us are doing. Um, so that, that's the baseline. And I think that's, that's, to me, that sounds like a reasonable one. Like, I think if I'm eating it that often and everything else I'm eating is much healthier, which oddly it has, like my diet has moved in a very healthy direction and I just don't eat a lot of sweets or processed foods or anything anymore, except for these plant-based meats because they're delicious and they're different and they're fun. Uh, so it, it has kind of worked out that way for me. Um, and I think that's, I think that's a decent amount. I don't, I don't make effort to try to stick to that mark. It just sort of feels like, you know, often I can tell when I'm not eating enough and then I'll try to go eat more salads or whatever, um, because I'm eating too much junk food. Uh, but that's kind of how I have done it. Like I said earlier, we should touch a little bit on the, on the choice within the plant-based meat kingdom, right? You can pick healthy ones, uh, but I don't know. (laughs) So I think the, the hard part for me though is... You know, you're talking about uh, getting eating like a salad with beans for lunch versus going and getting a, a Impossible Whopper, right? Right. That comes with the fries and the all the all the junk food, right? Like, you know, that's not how I consume, and probably not how you consume most of your your plant based meats and, and or junk food, quote unquote, is um, is not like the whole meal where the whole thing is right. junk food. A good point. It's more like um, you know, you're making a stir fry and uh, you get a little beyond chicken and you add that into what is otherwise a very healthy meal full of vegetables and, and whole grains and, and, you know, healthy sauces and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, at that point, like it's much less percentage of your calories is coming from that junk food because it's just, uh, you know, a little, it's part of the meal, part of a healthy meal and otherwise healthy meal. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, that's a very good point. And that is the way I, and probably most people do eat this stuff. Uh, a good typical example would be like if it's not like a big special occasion day and I'm making a pasta dish with Beyond Sausage, a lot of times that'll be with like the Bonza pasta, right? So not even using right. wheat carbohydrates here and there's going to be vegetables in there. Now there is going to be olive oil in that meal and that's uh, not on Dr. Furman's diet for sure. So like there are going to be a lot of these foods in there that I eat as like they're also kind of moderation foods where you have some of this and it's okay or alcohol, good example, right? You have a little bit here and there and it's okay. Uh but, you know, if we have too many of these foods that are that are okay in, in little bits, then eventually our whole diet could become those foods. Uh, so, sure. yeah, so, I mean, very hard to arrive at exactly what percentage of calories we are, we are consuming in healthy versus unhealthy foods, especially because we don't even know what's healthy and what is unhealthy. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, my guidelines are going to be a little bit broader than yours. I like, I like the idea of uh, the percentage of your calories and you know, which would come to one in every 30 meals or whatever, one at once every 10 days. I like, I like how clear that is. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that as, you know, as, as long as your, your standard meal is, is, is whole foods, right. Is, is healthy whole foods. And, uh, in, you know, every couple of days or whatever, you know, just like there's an, and you're adding some processed vegan foods into that, then, um, you know, that's not really disrupting your overall meal or your overall diet uh, nearly right. as much as like if you were getting fast food every day. Or having like four vegan meats on Labor Day weekend sort of thing, right? If you were yeah, right, going exactly. to go to that Who would do that, right? That's right. disgusting. Right. Who would do that? <laughs> yeah. That person no, would have to like take a, three months off of vegan meats. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and it would be interesting to see them try that challenge in response oh, to no, that. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right, I, I don't know. Like, uh, so people who do cheat, cheat days when they're, like, really into certain diets and fitness and stuff like that, it's, like, once a week, right? They have their cheat day. Yeah, right. And that's that's another great way, if you do want to have guardrails, like, that is a kind of time-tested way, at least for short-term, you know, fitness gains. The mm-hmm. one cheat day a week and you put all your junk food in there and however much you want, uh, that seems to work for a lot of people. So that's another way of doing this if, if you need to have more rules than, than we do. Uh, I'm not, not the ones any better. I don't know. It just depends how you how you like to do it. Um, I was thinking, though, Doug, like if, if I don't know, if, if a typical, let's say, plant-based meat indulgence, meaning just throwing it into one meal, let's say that then 300 calories of your of your diet are are, you know, not not good whole foods if that's a, I don't know if that's a good estimate or not but um yeah and let's say you eat you know 2400 a day and that'd be 12 percent of that day's one eighth of your calories that day uh and so that you know, you could do that every every three days or so and you'd be around this yeah right. even i mean that's that's kind of be... that's kind of what i'm saying yeah uh-huh yeah. you know if, if if uh you know if that's the way you're eating it then um then it's really not it's still proportionally a fairly low percentage of your calories and so I think this is kind of, I mean, to me, this arrives at an interesting conclusion, which applies to me specifically, which is why I'm so interested in it. I don't know if it's true for everybody, <laughs> but like this unhealthy diet they describe with the fruit juices and the, although I do we drink coconut water, but that's pretty low in sugar. Um, you know, the refined grains, the fruit juices, let's leave the potatoes out of it. Uh, the desserts, like that's kind of, to me, when you start eating a bad diet, when you eat all these other foods. So if we have one indulgence food and you put it in here and there, uh, and it's not even that unhealthy, like you could definitely argue that there are benefits to getting more protein in your diet from the plant-based meats uh, than you are if, if you're you know otherwise not getting a lot of protein or not supplementing with protein, mm-hmm. uh, depending on your stance on that, obviously. Uh, then I, I'm starting to think maybe once, maybe twice a week is is you know totally reasonable as long as the rest of your diet is is very clean and good. Uh, and you're not getting into the desserts and the fruit juices. And, you you know, very easy, though, to go down that path for some people where every meal you're just getting all that stuff and you're putting sugar in every drink and you're all the, like, you don't want to go that way. But if you're just talking about some plant-based meat substitutes twice a week, maybe even more, maybe a little less, I'm starting to think that's not really that unhealthy at all. Yeah. Well, uh, I would agree with that. I think that that has, that has been my approach recently. Um so, all right. So, what if what if uh, what if you're coming from a standard American diet, and um, you know you're eating meat every day, uh, and and you're using the plant based meats as more of a transition thing? So, the the you're not comparing it to um, to eating beans and 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 mm-hmm. veggies, but it, but instead like a traditional diet. Um, you know, at that point, is it st- like like anything plant-based is better right i mean i don't know <laughs> we don't know i guess that's, yeah that's we don't know question. i mean there's that whole thing that processed meat being carcinogenic to humans that is that has been established certain types of of processed meat uh and that has not been established with plant-based meats and i i highly doubt it ever will be uh so like yeah there is that there's that long-term health risk that that i think you sort of eliminate by choosing even though the process choosing plant-based meats and we didn't even get into choosing less processed plant-based meats like the ones that are based primarily on tofu uh, right. I think people who don't think about this a lot or know a whole lot about this will say tofu is a junk vegetarian junk food. It's totally not. I mean, beans are one of the healthiest foods you can eat, in my opinion. I know paleos don't agree, but like a lot of vegan doctors would consider 
beans as one of the healthiest foods you can eat for long-term health. Um, and tofu is, is beans. It, it is, it has about half the fiber as actual beans. So you could say it's about half as healthy if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Dr. Greger considers it a, a, you know, half of one of the healthiest foods you can eat. So that's still a pretty healthy food. Um, so if we're talking about a vegan meat like tofurkey, most of which is based on that, uh, I mean, I, you know, tofu is a fairly whole product. It's not like they're refining that too much to, to make, to, to make the, the, uh, meat, meat slices or whatever. Um, or even the tofurkey makes like uh, Italian sausage thing. So what this is literally something I do for them. This is not a, an exaggeration. I want to have the beyond sausage more often than I do. And I get excited to make the big pasta meal with that. But I'd say about one time out of three, when I get excited for that, I will instead pick the tofurkey bratwurst or Italian sausage or whatever. And I'll use that instead. And that's tofu and maybe a little bit of wheat gluten. And I just feel like that's a better choice. It doesn't have nearly the amount of coconut oil and saturated fat in there. Uh, yeah. And it just feels like a little bit of a healthier choice of the vegan meat nature. Uh, and like I said, when something's based mostly on tofu, that's that's to me health health food. I, I wouldn't call that unhealthy at all. Yeah, I agree. Got nothing else to say. I think that you know maybe uh, I was gonna do a Doug's final thought, but um, that feels like a pretty good one to me. <laughs> that's funny. <yeah. laughs> All right, good. Um, yeah, so, I, oh, by the way, we didn't get into this one more topic. I, I've kind of said a lot uh, that I think plant-based meats potentially uh, could be yes. bad for this movement because although in the short term they're great because people like you and me get to eat them and then we get to talk about them and they're fun and it's exciting when new news about impossible bowls comes to the grocer's freezer. Uh, but, and, and it's also obviously no cruelty to animals in the making of these processed meats and good for the environment. So all kinds of seemingly very good short-term things uh they are very good short-term things what happens in the long term though when more and more studies like what we're having here when we see this more of this stuff and they don't make the distinction between healthy plant-based diet and plant-based diet they just average the two together and what happens when five years from now the plant-based meats are way healthier not healthier way better tasting and more like the real thing but that comes at the cost of a little bit less healthy uh what happens in five years when they, that's now part of the average plant-based diet and people are eating a whole lot of that because it's all the rage, then then it's not going to look so good when a plant-based diet gets compared to the standard diet in a, in a big data set like this. Uh, and then people are going to say, wait a minute, I thought a plant-based diet was healthy. And then the headlines, we've seen from some headline research, they, they do love to to bash plant-based diets when, when the opportunity arises. Um, and so that's going to be the story at some point. Inevitably, that will be the story soon. Plant-based diet, right. not as healthy as, as it was said. Uh, or thought to be, mm-hmm. uh, and that's not going to be good. And I, you know, we're going to have to weather that storm in some way. Hopefully, then, then, the, then the people will start to distinguish between different types of plant-based diet, like this article does. Uh, but you know, it, to me, this is a this is a little bit of a of a warning of what's coming. So we should all stop eating the plant-based meats, get as healthy as possible, join in on all the studies. Is that what? Uh... I don't know. I really don't know what we should do. Because the plant-based meats are helping bring a lot of people over to this side and helping yeah, them probably get introduced to a very healthy diet. Um, mm-hmm. And for, for a lot of people, I think it will be the gateway food. So I, I don't know where I come out on it, but uh, just, just raising the issue so that I can say I told you so. Yep. No, <laughs> no I, think, I think it's a really valid point and a very important one too. Because you're right, as, as more research does come out about the you know comparing a, a healthy whole food plant-based diet versus... Um, one that is it is dominated by processed food. I mean, it's it's definitely not going to look good. And I mean, there's just no way it's going to look good because it's you know, all the or a lot of the benefits that come from 
uh, a, a diet rich in antioxidants and and and, and uh, all the you know nutrients and stuff that is in plant foods, uh, a lot of that gets stripped out or is just not there in the um, in the processed foods and. So of course it's not going to look as good. You know, will it still be better than a you know a meat heavy diet? You know, because it doesn't have certain things, possibly. But uh, all the stuff that all the benefits that come from those whole foods aren't going to be there. So that, I mean, it's just there's no way it's going to be as, as good. And uh, and people are going to love is, it. People are going to have their heyday, just mm-hmm. bashing. So that is Doug's final thought. That is the true good calming final thought. Like we count on in this show uh, for the past two days anyway. Uh, all right, before we go, let's let's talk about some audience comments. Hooked on Plants is our friend Julia, of course. Uh, 80% or more whole food plant-based, 20% or less indulgent plant-based. Fun sometimes. Yes, Julia's right. Julia's an Olympian, so she knows. Uh, listen to Julia. It's a good compliment to a whole food plant-based diet. It's almost as if Julia works for compliment when she put compliment in quotes like that. Mm, uh, you'd think, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, who knows? <laughs> Uh, all right, and then Jeanette, I hope it's Jeanette, uh, says, I'm luring my son in with impossible, so I won't be stopping the one to two times a month. Yeah, great example. I mean, that's that's uh, for like kids. I didn't really think about kids when I was talking about mm-hmm. this being a gateway food, but uh, yeah, I mean, kids who think that that's what the plant-based, mom's plant-based food tastes like uh, instead of, you know, the, the bean burger or whatever it used to be, which was, for a lot of kids, not very exciting at all. Um, that's, that's going to give them a much better chance of wanting to do this later on as their, as their full-time diet. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously lots of, lots of benefits to come. So yeah, one to two times a month to me, that's, that, that's, if you could limit yourself to that much to me, that's the answer where you should end up with plant-based meats. Um, and I would say no impact on your health from doing that. Just my totally uneducated guess. Uh, (laughs) but there's the temptation aspect and the, the deliciousness and the orange chicken aspect that I think, I think realistically maybe one to two times a week is where I'm going to end up. Uh, and, and kind of where I am now. Yeah. All right. Cool. I like it. And Thanks, that, everybody, for joining. Anything else uh, Anything else you need to say? No. Long episode today. 40 minutes instead of the 30. Creeping up. This might become an hour-long daily show, Doug. Oh, boy. Can we handle that? Do we have the bandwidth People keep for that? watching and commenting. Might they be. do. We, we, got a, we had strong attendance today to the end, which is good. Yeah. I like it. And lots of hearts, hearts flowing, too. Thank you. All right. Giving oh, and we have some something exciting that's going to happen tomorrow in tomorrow's episode. Oh yeah, we do special guest. Special guest. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm really excited about it actually. But but she's not famous. It's not going to be. You're not going <laughs> to be mind blown at who we managed to to land. But uh, I am actually very excited to talk to uh, someone on our team who's going to be joining in Doug's stead while Doug is on a call. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's what we get. Do you get really show. excited to talk to me every day? I mean, is that you're just mostly excited not to talk to me? <laughs> I don't know how to take. You know, this. I'm not. I, I I'm enjoying this show. I I have every morning. It's fun to prepare for it. It's fun to do it. Uh, it's right now. It's working. So I'm not going to answer that question, Doug. But uh, it's, <laughs> but I am enjoying it. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I I like uh, I like talking to you about it. All right. Yes, me too. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks for everyone listening, everybody. And by the way, it can lives can be shared, right, Doug? You told me that people can share. Oh yeah, lives. you can share these as they're live and bring people in. So please do that. Yeah. We, we should start asking we people to do that. At the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. If you can share uh, these lives, that would really be awesome. That will help us. That will encourage us and help us help us make the pitch to the rest of the, the broader team that this is a good investment of our time. Uh, yep. So yeah. So Absolutely. share share these things. So we can get more people in. All right. With that, All we right. sign Thanks, off. Everybody. See you tomorrow. See ya.